Welcome to this episode of the Vegan Family Podcast. I'm very excited to have Andy Nevers on, who is not only a vegan dad, but also runs two companies, the Green Body brand and the Plantarian company. So we'll talk about that and how you do that with children and two companies and trying to make the world a better place. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Um, I'm always excited for every opportunity to, you know, talk veganism, talk about the stuff that I'm working on. And, you know, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a vegan activist, um, but I see the work that I do as a great way of sort of, you know, making a difference, making an impact. Um, and so I'm really excited to be here and I'm happy that you gave me the in invitation to join you. Uh, and of course, being a vegan dad as well, that's important because uh, we'll get into the nitty gritty of that part. But, you know, that's that's a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. And here at Animal Outlook, I think we like to take a very big view, very broad view of what an activist is, because I think especially in this world where, you know, the interest in veganism and animal issues has really taken off so much. There's so many things you can be doing in your life that are not like full-time sort of flag-waving activism, but you are literally wearing a t-shirt that says runs on veggies from your company right now. So I think that counts. I think that makes you a vegan activist just, just by itself. Yeah, you know, I, no, well, I didn't set out to do, I, I should say I, I didn't set out to, you know, be an activist or create t-shirts. Um, really, I started out on the tech side um, mm -hmm. which is the plantarian company that you mentioned before. Um, and the green body brand, the clothing side just sort of, you know, morphed out of, uh, plantarian. Um, uh, but I, I wanted to wear runs on veggies today because it's actually my favorite design that we've created so far. Um, it's, and it's the reason I like runs on veggies because before runs on veggies came along, um, a concept called vegan boss was actually my favorite. Um, but there's this sort of stigma around veganism and, you know, every time I wear one of our clothing that says vegan on it, I just, I almost feel like I need to brace myself for attacks, um, uh, in the public. Uh, you know, I see people kind of giving me the side eye, um, and those kind of things. Whereas some people are genu genuinely curious, um, they want to know what veganism is, what it's about. Um, and that's part of why I'm fired up about Green Body Brand. It's I see it as an opportunity to, you know, sort of engage with people more. Um, and I love that a lot of people who are not vegan are able to wear the runs on veggies um, because, you know, it, it, it sort of signal a healthy lifestyle, uh, which is sort of where I I see a lot of people there. Um, they're very curious, very interested in veganism, but they're not quite there yet. Um, which I try to reserve judgment as much as possible. Um, you know, certainly I want to give people the nudge, like, you know, go ahead, you know, <laughs> um, you know, you can do it. Uh, it's, it's really, especially today, it's really not that hard to go vegan. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity to create, uh, messaging and put it on t-shirts, um, as a way of really inspiring and you know, evoking change um, in people's lives. And knowing that, you know, the change is not really, uh, the mission is not really for profit, 
um, the mission really is to kind of create a, a, a global community of, um, you know, just awareness and, um, and, and people just uh, being excited about, you know, the benefit of living healthy. Uh, so it's, it's, all, it's all exciting work. Yeah, I, I, you know, what I really like about that whole perspective and about the style of your shirts and stuff is exactly what you said about people who are so curious, but they might not be there yet. Like a lot of people come to this because they want to be healthier and then they learn about the animals. I mean, here at Animal Outlook, that's sort of our heart and soul is, you know, really trying to raise awareness about the animal issues and help animals and kind of make it a mainstream cultural topic. But as you said, I think it's a topic that's tough to talk to people about if you just kind of give them the, <laughs> the facts, the really difficult facts. And I think, you know, really giving, having that attitude of like, yeah, you can do it. Like, this is so fun. And this is so, you know, interesting to engage in and stuff. I really like the designs. Like I bought the, um, the vegan daddy one for my husband. I just thought that was so funny <laughs> for Father's Day. Like I just, that whole like, be a little silly, be right. kind of friendly. Like, I think that whole um, attitude really is going to bring more people into these conversations and mm -hmm. make more people willing to, you know, kind of wear it out in the world. And, you know, I sort of joke about a lot of vegans like being, you know, not comfortable sort of being out as a vegan, you know? Um, and I think these kinds of designs, which are like, you know, you, you show that you're like, pretty harmless and also have a sense of humor. Right. Um, I think are really fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all people, right? And uh, I know my personal story is that I've only been vegan for about four years. So it's not like veganism is, you know, a thing that I've, I've always been doing. Uh, and I discovered veganism and I'm, I'm really happy I did. Uh, and I know there are a lot of people out there that are just kind of waiting to discover veganism just like I did. And so um when we started out green body brand though we we really we were coming up with a whole bunch of like vegan designs and it was just like all vegan designs and uh we have these you know these discussions on our team because i try i try to give every everyone on our team a voice um so that way uh, we're we're maximizing creativity and we're really just kind of thinking outside the box and i remember someone said well if we really want to get other people to be vegan, um, how are we going to do that if all of our clothing says vegan on it? Mm -hmm. and, and that was sort of an aha moment where we said, okay, well, that's not really what we're, we're about. We definitely want to include, you know, as a matter of fact, inclusivity is a major sort of cornerstone of our, our operation here at Green Body Brand. And so yeah, from there, it's where it started. You know, we said, okay, we're going to branch out and we're going to have, um, you know, things that sort of lean to the vegan um, movement, but not explicitly state vegan on it. Um, and this is not, this is not purely to try to, you know, generate more sales. It's, it's really to sort of pull people into the discussion, like you, uh, you mentioned earlier, um, and, and, and have people just feel comfortable having uh, a dialogue about, you know, veganism, because, you know, I think we achieve more success in the vegan space by, you know, sort of removing that stigma of, and, and I really don't know the history of where it came from, why people hate the word vegan so much. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wanted, I want to be a part of the change of, 
you know, allowing people to see veganism as not a threat, not a, um, you know, a attack on their way of life, um, but more of a, you know, educational movement that says that um, when you go vegan, uh, and like you said before, uh, a lot of us come into veganism because we heard it's, you know, it's a healthy diet, right? Uh, and so people get pulled in from that perspective a lot. Um, but then you, you come in um, just like I did. And I recognize that, okay, so veganism may help me to be healthier, uh, but it also helped me to save the planet and save animals. And I, I said, you know, this is, this is a win all around. So why would I ever not, you know, if you don't want to call it vegan, call it whatever you want, but why would I ever want to not yeah. live this way? Um, and so that's kind of where it started for me. Um, and, you know, I could think back to times when I used to see, I used to talk with vegans um, and I just, I saw people as vegans, they were sort of like outsiders to me. Um, I used to see people protesting, you know, we're going to the circus and there's folks, you know, standing out there uh, protesting. I was like, oh, this is just silly. The animals are fine, I'm sure. Um, and so now, you know, it's, it's like this awakening that we talk about in the vegan space. It's like, okay, we're, we're not treating animals well. We're as a society, we're absolutely not doing that. Um, but certainly, you know, there is enough sort of noise to drown out the vegan, um, you know, messaging. Um, and so I really want to, I want to be a part of the, the voice of saying, stop the madness. Um, let's, Let's, let's think for ourselves and really figure out what's going on um, and, and be a part of a solution for some of the problems that we have today. Yeah, yeah, I really like the idea of, of kind of anchoring it as an inclusivity thing. I think that we don't get anywhere in terms of mainstreaming vegan behavior, vegan values, like that kind of feeling of positivity around it like hey this is an opportunity to make your life better if we don't really recognize people for who they are and you know not just kind of hope that they all you know conform to one sort of expectation right like we are doing um the work that we're doing because we want to you know sort of celebrate life right and so that includes human life and our differences and you know kind of right. inclusivity is a big part of that and i think um you know, being able to engage with people in a way that doesn't necessarily like, you know, doesn't water down what we're saying, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, for for a lot of people, like the word vegan is very, you know, positive and we're getting better, um, better, uh, let's say, surveys and data on that, right? Like right. It's growing, the movement is growing. But yeah. I think recognizing that sense of people not necessarily feeling like they know how they can get in, you know, like, especially with you being relatively new vegan and saying, well, I used to think like these people were just kind of yeah. outsiders, right? Like right. now, will I be an outsider if I go that route? You know? <laughs> like, I think being able to have um, a certain amount of kind of respect for that and like working with it instead of working against it, I think is really important if you're going to be effective as a, you know, as an advocate for animals, you know, and kind of, the human animal being part of that, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think we, we, we just, we win um, a lot more if we just kind of humanize the topic and, and really sort of, um, you know, break it down 
um, in a way that is very digestible for for everyone. And and knowing that, you know, everybody's different, and and what's going to really appeal and resonate with certain people, um, you have to take a slightly dif different approach with others. Um, and I, and I see that, um, you know, I see that in the sales of our apparel today. Um, you know, some people that are vegan, you know, strictly buy the vegan stuff. Um, whereas, you know, some people who are uh, still vegan, you know, are buying um, lesser of the, you know, straightforward vegan uh, messaging and, and buying things like Ron's on veggies and um, quite a few others that we have. Um, so, you know, it, it really comes down to you making sure that people feel comfortable. Um, and, but there is, in my opinion, a sense of urgency in terms of really wanting to create change um, because we, we talk about climate, climate awareness um, and, you know, we talk about sort of depleting our resources um, at, at a pace that um, is not sustainable. Um, and so we really just want to make sure that we're, we're getting that message across to people to say, hey, this is not marketing. You know, as a matter of fact, the way you live now uh, was caused through marketing, you know. <laughs> Uh, this is more of sort of an awakening and, and really trying to get you to um, to really understand for yourself what's what's truly going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I don't know. I mean, I think people are starting to get it. I think it's just a question of how to bring that together in your life. And I'll ask you I'll ask you about that in a minute. But but real quick, I want to say because you kind of mentioned this before this, this, your sort of vision for your business is not just the, the kind of profit loss, <laughs> usual business model, right? Like you're trying to, to, um, you know, have some tangible impact in terms of, of um, helping animals and, and promoting veganism. And I think it's very cool. Uh, we talked about having a animal outlook benefit t-shirt and i have i'm happy to report that we've got some cool ideas from some of our staff that i can't wait to show you and think, what you think. yeah um, but yeah stay tuned for everyone watching this or listening to this stay tuned to see if um some some really fun and uh enticing t-shirt ideas come out soon um that would that would benefit animal outlook so that's yeah. great. Really fun. You know, I, I have to say, part probably the most exciting part of uh, creating T-shirts, at least for me, is really coming up with the the concepts. Um, and we get sort of inundated with just a lot of ideas from people out in the public, and we we want we want to continue to welcome that from from folks because even even if we don't take the ideas that we get, you know, exactly, it, it sort of inspire other ideas um, of what people are talking about. And I get so many people also inbox me with ideas and, you know, they say, hey, you know, um, I'm looking at your website and I don't see, um, you know, I don't see one of one of the latest ones that we're we're coming out with. Um, what is it? Um, let me see if I can remember. Um, if you give me one second, I'll tell you exactly what it is, because I don't want to I don't want to miss out on this opportunity to share something that's coming and going live but animal liberation right so uh that's that's of course a very important concept and we didn't have one of those until now i just looked at the design it hasn't gone live yet um but that that was inspired by you know people out in the community saying um 
you know, you guys really should have this concept uh, because they love our designs, but they just they want to see more of a variety. Um, and I'm excited to see what you guys came up with. It's that's the fun part, really. It's, I hope you like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I, I hope that um, um, people that are coming up with ideas understand, you know, sort of the, the design aspects of things um, and, you know, maybe um, we don't want to have too too many words on a single shirt, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes that drowned out the messaging. Because um, it's not like you're a billboard. People are not going to just stop and. <laughs> yeah, you want like a manifesto on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's fun. We we have a lot of fun um, on the team just come up coming up with concepts and 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 people really enjoy that part of it. Well, I think it would be really fun for the listeners of this podcast to ask their kids for some ideas since you're soliciting input from the public. <laughs> I think vegan kids would be the best creators of new t-shirt design ideas. Yeah, and we, we actually have a shirt for kids too, so that would be awesome. Um, and in terms of creativity, I think uh, we would all agree that, you know, the younger we are, the more creative our minds are. So. Um, I had a fun conversation with my own kids about it. They had some really wild ideas. But um, yeah, I mean, so as always, people can submit comments, questions, cute kid quotes, um, audio, video files, um, and now t-shirt ideas to uh, veganfamily at tribedge.com. Um, or you can go directly over to Andy at Greenbody Brand and send him some ideas. So I want to ask you real quickly before we um, switch over to talking just more about kids and family mm -hmm. to talk a little bit about what drove the plantarian concept, because this is very sort of intersects nicely with the idea of like wanting to encourage people, wanting to help people out and kind of, you know, basically help people become vegan and stay vegan. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so Plantarian was the first company um, that I created when I went vegan. And I had a startup before Plantarian um, that didn't really, um, you know, got to full success in terms of uh, raising investment and all. Um, but we were relatively successful with that first te technology startup. Um, and so, as I became vegan, I had the experience of creating technology startups. Um, and when I when I discovered veganism, it, it was just a, such a shocker for me that more people weren't aware of this lifestyle and, and what it really meant. Um, you know, like, you know, my entire life, I thought I knew what veganism meant until I, I became vegan and understood what it really um, uh, was all about. And so I started searching my mind thinking, you know, how can I, how can I help this, this movement? Cause now, you know, I, I was the one that started, you know, the, the person that started talking with my family about going vegan and, you know, and <laughs> some of them started avoiding me, but that's okay <laughs> because, you know, they can't get away. All new vegans do this. And right. And just so, don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I wanted to find just a way to, to really help and be a part of the the conversation and 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 really be very effective and Im impactful in in helping people, um, and so a couple things happened at the early time of my um, you know sort of going vegan. Um, a lot of people I was sort of coming across were saying that hey you know I was vegan for um, a certain amount of time, but it was so difficult, so challenging that I, I gave it up. 
And that was, of course, very disappointing to me that, you know, as a, as a brand new vegan that's all fired up about the, the lifestyle, um, you know, it, it, it was it was uh, disappointing to hear so many people saying that. And so the only thing that I could think about at the time is like, OK, so you're not vegan now and I want you to be vegan again. Um, and then there was for me personally, I never really uh, had a passion for like, you know, being in the kitchen. Of course, I know how to make food. Uh, but I know I talked to a lot of friends who were very passionate about cooking and that's just their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't it for me. And I noticed when I uh, went vegan initially, I was making a lot of my own food. Um, and and for me, making food is is very time consuming because, you know, I'm just I'm not a master at it. And especially sort of making food in a different way, uh, as in vegan food. Um, it just required more time and attention and, and, and grocery shopping and, and stuff like that, um, that I was never really big on. Um, and so I was just kind of thinking about all of this and an, an idea kind of came to mind that said, well, what if you could have an app that you can just, you know, open the app and you can find vegan chefs. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was sort of a solution for me. I wanted a I wanted vegan chefs in my area to make vegan food and you know they could be professional chefs they could be freelancers I don't care as long as they make good vegan food um, I will pay and so I had this idea and I was like so certainly if I feel this way there's there has to be other people who feel um, this way um, and so we set out to create an app strictly focusing on chefs um, but it it wasn't long before I recognized that you know the chef aspect really solved, you know, a subset of the the, the pain point of going vegan. Um, but what about sort of the educational um, aspect of it? You know, some people are, are lifestyle coach, uh, vegan lifestyle coaches. Um, some people are fitness trainer. Um, and so if you could imagine working with a personal trainer who's not vegan, um, you know, sort of what kind of nutritional advice might you get yeah. from a trainer? So, um I realized that we needed to expand the service um, offering. Um, and so now Plantarian is, you know, um, signing up uh, vegan chefs, nutritionists, health coaches, fitness trainers, uh, just just all those uh, services that can help you to transition to veganism. And then once you're you're trend, you're transitioned over and you're you're living this new lifestyle you know, you can partner with folks that will sustain your lifestyle um, of, of being vegan. And so that's what Plantarian is today. Um, and I, we're very excited about it. It's it's a lot more challenging to build Plantarian than it is to create Green Body Brand. You know, there's a lot of engineering and designing work that goes into that. Um, and, you know, and several hours of just coding, coding away. Um, but it's but it's uh, it's very important. Um, and, you know, we, we're, we're continuing to build yeah, I think, you know, there's a couple of things that you're hitting on with the plantarian concept that are really supported in some of the social science on behavior change. Um, one of the big things that comes up in some of the studies and theories about this is the importance for people who are what they call extrinsically motivated, meaning like, I haven't really put it in my heart yet. I haven't decided that I'm committed to forever being a vegan, right? <laughs> Which, of course, right. Like, you know, there's a million things in, in each of us, you know, each of our lives that we could say that's that thing, right? Like, I like art, right? But I'm not going to, like, just commit myself to, like, becoming a professional painter. You know what I mean? Right. Unless yeah. 
I had someone who was around me that mm -hmm. could say, yeah, like, let's do this. I'm going to show you what you need to do. I'm going to help you through and kind of like doing that sort of cheerleading role. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really important. So the, that kind of encouragement and increasing the person's confidence within themselves and also providing community. So making right. it feel like you're not the only person who's doing this yes. um, is, is really important. So I think that what you're describing really hits on a number of those concepts that are kind of proven strategies for people to start something new and to stick with it. And that really, of course, is a big challenge with, with you know, people who newly become vegan and the people who leave. But if they had that sense of like, you know, hey, I can do this and that sense of community where you're really getting practical help, I think you really increase the everybody's happiness and people stay vegan. Yeah. No, you know, I really love that analogy that you used there. And I, I totally agree. And I wasn't thinking exactly that way. But what I was thinking when I was creating Plantarian initially was, when I started out, I, I, you know, I sort of just, you know, threw myself out there in the vegan community and I connected with a lot of friends, uh, some of some people that, you know, are well known here in the D.C. area as, as vegan and vegan advocates and, and um, you know, and, and, and service providers providing um, transitional transitional and um, sustainment services. As a matter of fact, that's how I discovered that this was actually a thing, that there are people mm -hmm. out there that provide these services. Um, and so for me, I, I thought to myself, I said, well, you know, I've never been shy about, you know, going out and networking. Um, but then there are people who are, you know, perhaps very introverted and they just, you know, they would rather pay for the services as well as there are people who are busy focusing on their career. Yeah. And they're not like me that just likes to go out to events and, you know, hang out and, and talk to vegans. Um, so, so I, I saw it as just a way to give people sort of at their fingertips, um, information, um, that they can really benefit from. And that's, that was sort of my thinking, which is similar to what you were, um, describing there with, you know, sort of that support system, if you will. Um, yeah, with, with Plantarian. Yeah. That sense of community. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a really valuable resource for people to have. Okay, so let's talk about kids and parenting. So, so tell us how many kids you have, how old they are, and are they vegan? How long? Yeah, no. So I have a daughter. She's fourteen, um, and she is not vegan. Um, she's sort of at that phase now, which you know, because she's my only daughter, teenager. Um, I, I I'm not sure. Every day I wake up, I think I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, but there's like there's this like rebellion against veganism and it's like i feel like the more i try to push it on her it's it's the less successful i'm going to be and so, so what kind of conversations do you have like how does it how does it go because i bet this is very relatable for people listening well uh, absolutely so at the start when i discovered veganism and i went vegan and i said hey you know for me it was just sort of hey i'm vegan now so not not exactly like you're going to have to be vegan, but you know, the expectation was sort of there. Like, you know, she wasn't going to push back on this because, you know, my daughter is very smart and, you know, she's, she's really, she's really, she's smarter than me, I would say. And so I figured that, you know, as long as I give her the information that she was going to just gravitate to veganism and it was going to just be a piece of cake. Um, so, but I, I had to watch the documentaries that I saw on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it was like torture for her. It was like, oh, 
<laughs> why am I watching these again? Uh, Are these the health ones? Right. Yeah. So yeah. It, right. Okay. What okay. the health and forks over knives. Uh-huh. And I wanted her to watch some more, but you know, after getting through those two, I was like, okay, you know, I did, I'm gonna yeah. have to stop here because she's she's literally just really pushing back, and I was afraid that I was doing more harm than good. Um, and and so it's it sort of been an uphill battle from there. But certainly, you know, fast forward to four years later, I can see where, you know, she is. She's definitely more open to the idea. Mm-hmm. She tries a lot more of my vegan food and she's like, mm, this is good. But, you know, sort of like, I don't want it to be good. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be trapped in your lifestyle. Uh, and, and so that's sort of where we are today where, you know, she's she's still sort of pushing back. Uh, but she's come a long way into just being a lot more open. And I think for her too, you know, at the start, she probably thought, I, I know she thought that um, this was going to be a temporary thing for me. And so mm-hmm. she just needed to wait it out. Um, but she realized now that I'm, I'm building companies about it. And so, you know, it's it's not going anywhere. And so she's like, oh, I'm just, I got to figure out how I'm going to, you know, sort of live with him um, and, <laughs> and, and not be vegan. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard, you know, especially around that age. That's actually around the age that I went vegetarian when I was a kid, but I had, my parents were like completely, you know, I had a lot of siblings, so they were like, we're not cooking you extra food. They had all these questions for me about, you know, well, what about like health and what about this and whatever, but there was no internet. So I had to like go to the library and like drag my little brother along because there's like nobody to watch him and like do all this research and stuff. Um, so I think until you kind of get to that point where you find that hook, that thing that brings you in, it's hard to just sort of receive information. Like we're not just sort of empty buckets to like download information into, you know? Yeah. So whatever it is that I think might engage her interest her might be like a little different than health i do i have said this on the podcast before i remember as a kid like i didn't think health was like a thing for me as a kid like i thought that was just something that would be an issue when i got old right <laughs> no, i think we all we all probably have been there where you know we're young we're active and you know we feel invincible and and so we're like oh old people get sick you know yeah. uh, and so i i think that she She's probably a little bit past that phase, my daughter, um, but she's definitely uh, not really ready to fully embrace the lifestyle. Um, and I'm, I'm really hoping that I could work on her before she head off to college. So that way, you know, by the time she's she's out of the house, you know, I would have done, you know, done my job in terms of converting her <laughs> fully. Well, you might be planting the seeds, right? Like right. part of it is like, who is the message coming from? Yeah. Like, if it's just like your dad, like, you know, doesn't matter yeah. as much as if it's your peers or something. But I do think, you know, what's interesting about that age is like, that's the age that everyone is trying to figure out like who they are, what does it mean if they make certain choices mm-hmm. and kind of how that all works. I think what's really fun for me to think about um, in raising vegan kids is like, what rituals or traditions or sort of family culture things do I like that you know, I see elsewhere or I grew up with that I want to make part of our life in a vegan way, right? Whether those are certain dishes or like, you know, I love like now like taking them to animal sanctuaries. We're going to go to one over the weekend. Like that's really fun. Um, I got this app. I think I've said this before actually too. The Seek app, which is like a, it's, it's like a um, database of plants and animals. So like 
like we went out in the woods yesterday and we're finding like wild like mushrooms and I'm like using my app to see like what kind of mushrooms are and stuff like that's not like overtly vegan but that's like little sort of tradition things right that kind of add up to like almost like that way of looking at the world you know like the, I grew up in a family like my parents were very different from me politically like they're still not vegan my sister was vegetarian um and kind of has gone off and on over the years um but like i think now about a couple of things here and there like my dad said when i was a kid that sort of planted that seed for me that i didn't really realize at the time like i grew up in chicago it was really cold like he would see like a like a bird outside in the winter and be like, wow, that that's like a really brutal winter. That bird's like, you know, it's kind of amazing. That's like handling the cold. Can you imagine like being out there and being able to survive the winter, right? Like that's that's like a, you know, it's a pretty uh, uncontroversial yeah. statement, right? But it's like something that sort of sat with me as like, yeah. oh yeah, like animals are amazing, <laughs> you know? Like animals can do things that people like definitely cannot do. Yeah. And they have their own sort of lives and their own reasons of being. Yeah. You know, and like it, you know, even though th those are all like sort of pieces I picked up, I love now as a parent kind of putting them all together and making that something that we kind of practice in our lives and figure out how the kids are thinking and stuff. It's like, you know, so do you have any like little traditions or rituals or anything that you've kind of done with your daughter, even if they're not like overtly vegan, but kind of like allow you to, to be part of that family culture that's like within line with those values? Yeah, well, maybe not as not as um, ongoing as yours, uh, but one one thing that I I do now um, is that it used to be where you know if she didn't want to have her veggies or something like that, it was like oh that's okay. I mean I don't even want my veggies. Um, so, but now it's it's like you know I I try to make sure that although she's not always eating a vegan meal, I try to at least incorporate some um, you know vegan food on our plate um and and of course you know sort of being around me all the time she asks questions now um you know about different things um and, and you know she thinks like i'm a walking vegan encyclopedia um so anything that's vegan she wants to come and ask me she uses she even asked me, like, you know, is it true that this celebrity is a vegan? I don't even know who the celebrity is. That's so cute, though. That's you know, like so sweet of her. Uh, <laughs> and so, but, you know, back to your point of, of planting seeds, I, I do think that we're, um, I am planting seeds for her. Um, you know, I just, I worry some days if it's going to be enough. Um, but, you know, it's it's sort of, you know, wait and see um, that we're, we're doing now. But. Yeah. Don't forget, like, you know, the generation that we grew up in is totally different in terms of how, you know, they will grow up in a world that's much more open to veganism, much easier to eat vegan, you know, like yeah. and, and enter it from so many different places. Like it's a social justice issue. It's an environment issue. It's a health issue. You know, it's like all of these kind of ways in it's just a question of how to do that. And then I also feel like sometimes when it's something like, you know, getting them to eat their vegetables or whatever, <laughs> which even vegan kids sometimes wonder. I have one kid who will eat absolutely anything he loves food he loves cooking food he loves thinking about food he's just so happy about food as long as it's vegan he loves to like he's literally a kid who will like bake bread and then go walking down the street and, like give his bread to the neighbors and stuff <laughs> that's so adorable <laughs> my other kid is like a more sort of typical kid in that like you know he doesn't always want to eat his greens or whatever but like the other day 
um, he went with some of our other family to an amusement park and he was like a quarter of an inch too short to get on one of the big roller coasters. So ever since then, we've been having like kale, like we had garlicky kale like a couple nights ago. Um, and then we had like some other green thing yesterday. And I was like, don't forget, like if you want to grow to get onto that ride, okay, you know, so sometimes it's just like, finding what's their thing that like, you know, and make yeah. it work for them. Um, doesn't have to be some sort of profound, elegant, ethical thing. It can just be as much as fun as wanting to ride the Joker roller coaster, you know? <laughs> no, that is, that is super cool. And, um, you know, I, it, the thing that I could say to re that relates to that is I often think back to the days when, um, you know, I was encouraging my daughter to eat, um, eat meat, you know, thinking that I was actually doing a good thing. And so now I, I feel bad because I'm trying to do the opposite. Um, and I'm like, but I am the one that made you the way you are. You know? <laughs> and now I'm trying to get you to, to flip sides. Um, and she's like, well, no, um, I'm older now and I can think for myself. Yes, exactly. She's now a full-blown person. Well, it's funny because, you know, it's, it's just part of the natural progression of things as kids get older and they kind of individuate. And then you're also, you're evolving at the same time and you're trying to be like, wait, 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 let's go back and start over. And she's like, no, I'm off on my own thing. Like right. I'm a person. Right. You know, so you got to relate to them as a person, you know? Yeah. And, and and then she would have to justify, you know, sort of going vegan to her friends and her friends are yeah. like everything to her. Um, and, but a point that you made earlier about sort of, um, you know, non-parents talking to kids about vegan, I, I see where she sort of take the the conversation a little bit more seriously when someone else other than me, um, mm -hmm. you know, is talking to her about veganism. Um, that's when she really listens and she asks questions and, you know, it's, it's like she's really there and she's getting the information. Um, so I love to bring her around my vegan friends. Um, yeah. So I could, you know, you could talk to her and, um, it, it hasn't really been all that often since the pandemic, but now, now that we're coming out of that, um, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more opportunities to bring her around folks um, to have those discussions. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, it was a friend of mine um, in grade school and she had gotten like a PETA magazine and I remember us like hiding it from our teachers and stuff. <laughs> and there was this, um, there was this like display that was kind of in like sort of the, you know, more snarky like PETA style mm -hmm. um, of like what's in a hot dog. And it was like lips and tongues and like, you know, gross yeah. stuff, whatever. And our teacher caught us looking at it and we we're like, oh my God. And he's like, well, you want to put that up on the bulletin board? Um, and we're like, yes. So we, <laughs> we like put it up on the board in the class. And that felt exactly like what you're saying. Like, hey, there's some other person, like some adult Right. Like actually getting, you know, what we're into and what we're doing. And that's was so different from like anybody right in our immediate circles or right. you know, a friend or just a family member or whatever. It felt like so validating to be like, yeah, this adult thinks it's cool to be like as subversive about this as we do. Yeah. And then your parents would make the same exact suggestion and you're like, oh, why would why would anyone want to see this on a bulletin board? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. And so like <laughs> they're just like they're just there like you know they're just your parents or whatever right <laughs> but i do think like that age you know the social 
sort of like you're really figuring out who you are at that time mm -hmm. and it's so hard to kind of wrap your mind around like do you want to stand up for somebody or something what will that mean in terms of like these bigger questions these you know questions that films and novels and whatever are about right about like are you going to conform or are you going to like sort of advance progress? Like mm -hmm. this is a perfect issue to like really start thinking about that through, yeah. you know? No, and, and we have these kind of discussions and, you know, um, I think back to a lot of times when I'm talking to my daughter, I think back to when I was her age or young, you know, around that, that time frame, and, and, and just um, how I would just rebel just for the sake of rebelling. Um, and so I see a lot of that happening with her where she knows that what I'm telling her makes sense. Um, and her counter arguments are usually just, you know, not really as strong as when she would, you know, sort of debate or argue for something else. Um, it's just sort of like, um, well, I'm, I'm going to eat this way because, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, you, you kind of have your job as a parent is to kind of like help them become their own fully developed right. human being. You know, it's not like to just be like, do what I say, you know, yeah. I think, I mean, it's nice. My kids are a little, so um, we haven't hit teenage years yet. So I don't know how that will go, but I do feel like for both of mine, they really feel empowered by, you know, being vegan and by helping animals and, they, we actually have some neighbors who are kids, whose kids are vegan and they're always like, you know, talking about it and stuff with them. And, um, you know, what's really sort of surprised me is all, they're all little, like my, my older one is seven, my younger one is five, and then the neighbor kids are four and six. Mm -hmm. So I, listening to all of them process this, like this topic, because it's a complicated topic, there's a lot of like death involved, you know, in terms of yeah. what's going on. Um, it, it's really interesting to see how much the individual kind of personalities or like sort of, you know, development of the kid is, is like so on display in terms of how they process it, right? Like my, my son who wants to go on the roller coaster is also the one who thinks of himself as a superhero for animals, right? Like, cause that's, he just maps that out. Like, that's so cool. Like, okay, he's going to go and like save the animals, right? My one who, you know, is the food kid is much more like, you know, why do people eat meat though? Like, right. but why, why can't they just like leave the animals alone? Like what's right. so hard about that? You know, right. like he has a more like sort of philosophical way of looking at it and right. less of like the action, like I will solve this problem way of looking right. at it. just so dependent on their personalities and i feel like you know this is just sort of a small example but i feel like that's how we as like you know good mentors good parents good activists like have to look at things right like who are these people that we're talking about who are they as individuals yeah you know and how will this actually like resonate with them you know yeah, that's such a great point and i you know i I always get jealous of people who have uh, younger kids that are vegan um, because I, I just feel like, you know, if you get them to go vegan at such a young age, um, they're going to, it's going to stay with them. Um, and even if they mess up in the future, I, and as a matter of fact, I've talked to people who have um, gone down that path of, you know, Oh, when I was in college, you know, I messed up for a few years and, and, but my body, I just started getting sick and, you know, I, I had to go back to being vegan. Um, and so, you know, it's just, they, 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 it's just ingrained in them better, you know? Um, 
and and it's it's going to stay with them and and they're so they're so cute to talk about veganism we almost should have a podcast where it's narrated by kids I know. Well, I actually sometimes will put little clips of kids. So again, yeah. yeah, anyone who has like cute kid quotes, that's actually my biggest soft spot. Yeah. <laughs> like hearing kids talk about stuff, especially, you know, about big topics that like adults struggle with, but they're like really processing through them. Right. And, you know, of course, veganism is like one of the big, you know, I remember talking with my younger one who was four at the time about the pandemic and like, you know, talking about how like viruses come from animals and, and like it was pretty complicated right like at the time we we're all trying to figure out like how do viruses happen and stuff and him just like well like you know if i <laughs> if we were all vegan and people stopped killing animals like you know i could like there'd be no coronavirus coronavirus is so stupid and i would get to play with my friend casey <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know this is a perfect explanation. Um, and, and they don't have all of this baggage that we develop as we get older. So everything for them is, is pretty straightforward, which really is how it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and they kind of just see right through it and, and are able to just tell you, um, look, it's, it's not that complicated. Um, you know, you either choose to eat animals or you choose not to. Um, and, um, uh, if you choose not to, then you'll, you'll stay healthy. Um, the animals won't suffer and we won't have pandemics. The end. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great transition. Point. I'll, just, I'll just say before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to say, like a little, you know, recipe or tradition or something that, you know, you kind of feel like, you know, as a vegan parent, you really want to kind of impart on your kid or it's something fun that you guys do together just to close out like a little tip for people who are interested in being vegan or have non-vegan and vegan people in their family. Like, you know, how do you sort of, what's your favorite thing to, to bring to the table, literally or metaphorically? <laughs> yeah, I just, I love to, um, to just sort of remind people that are vegan, um, to think about the time when they're not vegan as they approach, um, you know, non-vegan folks and, and trying to have a conversation or in reverse, a lot of times um, non-vegan uh, people will approach you because, you know, if you're wearing a t-shirt, if you're buying certain things at the grocery store, as you know, people will come up to you and say, Hey, I noticed you're buying all vegetables. Are you vegan? And I'm like, Oh, um, stalker. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, um, it's just to you know sort of put yourself back at that time when you ha you didn't have the information that you have today, and how to really communicate um, with folks uh, that are not vegan um, to to help them to understand and 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 see you know vegan veganism in a more positive light um, because I again I don't know where it started where vegan veganism sort of take on this negative connotation but we really need to change that and. Um, and get more people to feel like vegans are not, um, you know, we're not a cult. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're ordinary people that just 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 it's choosing to live a lifestyle that we we think is better for the planet, our health, and animals. Um, there it is. Yes, very good. Yeah, and and it's like we like eating vegan food right it's not like you know that's i think that's a big misperception too that people think like we're somehow sacrificing something and it's not about like trying to make everybody the same right it's about everybody still being themselves just being kind of a 
better version, right? Like a happier version, a healthier version, you know, sort of more compassionate. And I think that's where, um, you know, if we really focus on that, like we will make the the vegan issue a mainstream issue, you know, and and make people and animals sort of better for it all around. Yeah, and I see it in social media. A lot of people make food um, that I, you know, sometimes I question it. I'm like, is that chicken <laughs> you know it's you know because the, the food now is is sort of the vegan food has uh and again i you know i don't want to talk like i've been vegan for 20 years uh but even as i've been vegan for for just about four years or so i've seen where you know people are getting more creative with vegan food and it, it's just looking a lot more like the food that we grew up eating except it's not um yes. you know it's it's all it's all plant-based um so I, I think that we just, you know, we, we have to, we have a lot of work uh, to do, um, you know, people who are in the space uh, to sort of, you know, get to others and, and help them understand, um, you know, and, and just, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. F- feed your friends vegan food. That's the takeaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch their reaction when you tell them that it's vegan food. Uh, Wait till they're like, most <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a hey, yeah. So you thought that was chicken, right? Uh, tastes really good, um, but now it's it, it was vegan food. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I'm really glad that you agreed to do this podcast. And I can't wait to send you some designs and see them come to life for the Animal Outlook T-shirt. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And yeah, I look forward to seeing the designs that you guys came up with. Um, and and just kind of working with Animal Outlook in general moving forward. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you.